No lies. No distortions. Just the facts and the truth about issues that matter. Facts First with Christian Esquera. Good evening, everyone. I'm Christian Esquera. I'm your host for tonight. Welcome to, uh, to another episode of our Facts First program. Maraming maraming salamat po sa patuloy niyo pong pagtangkilik. Ngayon po napakasiksik ng ating programa dahil maraming po tayong pag-uusapan. Dalawang bahagi po uli ang ating programa. And before we proceed, gusto ko munang batiin ang isa sa ating mga avid uh, viewers, si uh, Ma'am Arlene, si Bayan Agus. Siya po ang ina ng dati ko estudyante sa UST, si Iana. So I was told just this afternoon na uh, talagang sinusubaybayan niyo po yung programa natin even before sa ANC. Maraming maraming salamat po, Ma'am Arlene, si Bayan Agus. Okay, for today, so siguro alam niyo na po yung malaking balita ngayong araw na ito. No? So si uh, former Senator Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. and uh, Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte were proclaimed officially. So si, si Bongbong Marcos, siya na po ay ang President-elect. Siya po ang 17th. President of the Philippines, maupo po siya sa June 30. Tapos ang uh, kanya pong Vice President, katandem po niya, si Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte. Of course, President-elect Bongbong Marcos uh, was elected officially on the strength of 31 million votes. Tapos Sara Duterte, 32 million votes. So pag-uusapan natin sa programang ito. Nandun yung mandato, napakaliwanag po na mandato. Ngayon, bumubuo si uh, President-elect Bongbong Marcos ng kanyang gabinete. So maganda po nating tutukan kung sino-sino na po ba yung mga napipisil o yung mga pinangalanan na nila ng kanyang team para maupo sa iba't ibang pwesto sa gabinete. Mamaya po ipapaliwanag natin kung gano'ng kaimportante yung, uh, yung role ng isang miyembro ng gabinete dahil sila po yung tinatawag na alter ego ng presidente at sila po yung talagang tututok sa nitigriti noong uh, mga issues na may kinalaman po sa kanilang departamento. So, para sa first part ng ating discussion, makakausap po natin ang isa sa mga pinangalanan na magiging bahagi po ng gabinete ni President-elect uh, Bongbong Marcos Jr. We would like to welcome uh, on our program si... Uh, siya po yung, ano, bago banggit niyo yung pangalan niya, okay. <laughs> siya po yung ka, kaisa-isang Pilipino na miyembro po ng... Uh, Uh, United Nations Voluntary Trust Fund to help victims of human trafficking. Veteranong-veterano po siya doon sa larangan ng uh, pangangalaga ng kapakanan ng mga overseas Filipino workers. Talagang masasabi natin yung track record nandun. Napakahabang ta- uh, taon. Uh, ilang dekada po ang binibilang dito. Ano na, more than uh, close to 20 years siguro, I suppose. Ayoko naman siya masyadong patandain. At siya rin po ang presidente ng Blas Ople Policy and Training Center. Welcome to our program, si Miss Susan Toots Ople. Good evening. Sorry ah, nabanggit ko ilang dekada, baka masyadong mapatanda. Ano? Ilang taon okay na nga ba? Okay lang yun. Ano, senior citizen na ako, dual citizen na ako. Um, okay. Oo, oh, 60 years old this year. <laughs> Pero ilang ano, ilang taon na po yung ano, yung yung kayong involved dun sa sa OFW issues sa uh, rights and welfare. Actually mula pa nung buhay yung tatay ko kasi chief of staff niya ako sa DFA. And then mm-hmm. naging labor undersecretary ako tapos um 17 years na rin ako sa NGO ko which is the Blasef Ople Policy Center. Mm-hmm. Sa tama ka, pag pinagsama mo, dekada talaga. <laughs> ilang dekada na rin binibilang. No? Sorry ah, napatanda ko kayo na sobra. Okay, doon muna tayo sa simula. Uh, isa kayo sa mga maagang pinangalanan ng uh, 
team ni President-elect Bongbong Marcos sa magiging parte ng gabinete niya, uh, paano mo kayo napili? Paano na-offer sa inyo yung, yung, yung position? Well, through Attorney Vic Rodriguez, um, siya yung kumontak sa akin, tapos sinabi nga niya yung una in-invite niya kasabay ni Labor Secretary Benny Laguesma. Um, pumunta kami sa headquarters tapos doon um, kinausap kami ng masinsinan and then uh, on that same afternoon, mga 6pm, nagpunta kami sa bahay ni um, President-elect um, Bongbong Marcos and doon na napag-usapan uli. We were given time to consult with family and friends and yung mga respected namin within our own spheres, no? Uh, within our own fields. And then, um, we were again invited. Ayon medyo masinsinan na. And that was when we said yes. It, I think it was just last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, ang in-offer sa inyo at tinanggap nyo na yung Department of Migrant Workers, ito yung relatively bagong departamento na nabuo siguro several months back, no? Tama po ba? Right. I, I, the, the law was passed um, and uh, I think this year lang yata. Um, mm-hmm. And then, ano, um, it has to be fully constituted. Ibig sabihin, mm-hmm. wala pa siyang budget, uh, wala pa siyang staffing pattern, none that I know I know of, pero may IRR na siya na, na publish. So, mamaya, mamaya pag-uusapan natin yung importanteng transition period para doon sa, ano, sa Department of Migrant Workers. Pero, pero bago yun, uh, nagulat ba kayo dito sa, ano, sa offer uh, coming from... Um, President-elect Bongbong Marcos na pamunuan itong departamentong ito? Well, there were there was a time na um, I think nag, nagkita kami sa Labor Day sa TUCP. So, May 1 yon a few days before um, Election Day. And then, uh, sabi nga niya na, ano, na um, mag-uusap kami. But ang dami rin kasing ibang tao doon and uh, busy rin siya. Sabi lang niya mag-uusap tayo, ganyan. So, and then nung tumawag nga si Attorney Vic, he made it clear na it was for the Department of Migrant Workers. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, How long did it take you to, to accept the offer? Um, I had health, I, I'm very open naman na I have health mm-hmm. issues health concerns so um but more or less parang my heart was also in it i cannot deny na basta sector ko kasi parang ang hirap magsay no um and and um uh, i really reflected on um whether i can make a difference or not yun yung ano ko eh kasi kung kumbaga kung magiging pabigat lang ako sa lahat di wag na di ba but i felt naman na i knew or i know enough um to be able to make a difference that's why i said yes okay pero matagal na po ba kayo magkakilala ni ano ni uh, incoming president Bongbong Marcos paano kinakilala kami po? magkasama kami nung tumakbo siya uh, sa slate ng Um, nationalist nationalista party kay uh, um, presidential candidate uh, Mary Villar and then si Loren Legarda Senator Loren Legarda naman yung ano 
yung kanyang vice president. So magkasama kami, kasama si Adel Tamano, si Gwen Pimentel, um, si Gilbert uh, Remulia. Tapos kami ni uh, Bongbong, ni BBM, um, eh, nag, nag, syempre magkakasama, may camaraderie uh, noon pa. And then, um, syempre we went different, or different ways, no? Um, nung nasa Senate na siya, and then pag may hearings involving OFWs, nakikita niya ako doon. And mm-hmm. he would sometimes ano, also ask um, for my inputs. Tumulong Very, din po ba kayo sa, sa, ano, sa kampanya? Itong katatapos lang po na election? Not formally. Um, minsan lang, tinatanong ako ni Attorney Vic, uh, anong tingin mo dito? Um, anong, um, baka may inputs ka? And then I would you know, casually, via Viber or ano man, I, I would send some inputs. Pero okay. hindi ako yung um, present sa mga malalaking gatherings. Oo. Kasi ito, remember, isa rin sa mga binaba, binabato sa kanyang issues during the campaign, wala rin detalye yung mga yung platforma niya when he was campaigning for president. Mm-hmm. Pero dito sa, sa specific area po ng ano, OFW concerns, kinukonsulta pala kayo. Ano po yung mga priority areas na napapag-usapan ng mga panahon na yun? Um, unemployment, underemployment. Um, ito na yung after. Um, basically, how to put together the, the department. Um, and alam mo, ang bilin niya talaga for this new department to help not only, to serve not only the OFWs ha, but also the families of the OFWs. Very, makikita mo yung family orientation ni uh, President-elect uh, Marcos kasi naisip niya yung mga bata na um, who grow up na isa or both parents are away. So um, he wants us to develop programs, talk to specialists on how we can address that. Yung, yung gap sa, sa growth, ng personal growth emotional stability ng mga children mm-hmm. left behind. So kanina pinag-usapan natin social cost ng ano, pakinggan bansa ng uh, mga OFW. Ano pa yung isang pinapatutukan sa inyo? Ay, yeah. yung ano um uh, social cost tapos sabi niya during the transition dapat walang disruption of services. Uh, to our OFW. So, masking mag-transition kami. Um, and it's a good thing na si Benny Laguesma ang labor secretary. Kasi we know each other from way back. He used to work for my dad. Um, I've seen him talaga. Career, yung career path niya sa Dole is really admirable. So, parang big brother ko siya. So, magiging big brother din siya ng, ng bagong department. At magbabalik ano siya, na magbabalik dole. Pero yun, bago natin himayin yung priority areas ng, ano, ng departamento nyo po, yung, yung health issues nyo, paano na yun? Kasi open secret naman po, it's not even a secret, you're very open uh, regarding your health issues, no? Yeah. Po, ano? Some, you're a someone, cancer survivor. Someone oh. asked me, yes, someone actually asked me, why, why are you volunteering that information? Why do you need to feel that you have to say it? Kasi, um, parang gusto ko, Christian, yung ibang nakakakita sa akin na may cancer 
or cancer survivor, parang I also want to reach out to them and tell them na don't stop dreaming big, no? Don't stop parang um aiming for the for the stars and the moon. You know, andiyan na yung cancer is in our body. Actually, lahat naman tayo may cancer cells eh. Nagkataon lang yung sa amin na na-activate somehow, no? But um yeah, I also want kasi rin for fellow cancer warriors to feel na ano, it's not really the end of the end of the road. Dati, terminal, basta cancer. Ngayon, there are so many alternatives, so many options, medical um, options. And I have a great medical team behind me and they're really encouraging me. And sabi nga nung oncologist ko, ay mag-shopping ka na. Um, hair dye ka. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, happy siya kasi sabi niya, um, you are, ano, parang nakita niya na I'm motivated. So, so, yeah. so you were cleared by your doctors uh, to, to take on this job kasi napakabigat po ng trabaho ito, definitely. Departamento ang hahawakan um, niya. No? Yeah, they, they said, uh, go ahead. If, you know, um, if it will motivate you, of course, they will always be there for me. And um, I have to undergo regular checkups and um, like all cancer survivors, I have to really watch yung stress level ko. Yun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, pag-usapan natin yung ano, ito, basic na tanong ito ng mga nanonood po sa atin. No? Itinatagin Department of Migrant Workers, uh, ano po yung kaibahan niya doon sa existing departments? For example, yung DOLE, yung OWA, uh, the agency, uh, ano pa ba yung, pati yung ano, pati yung uh, DFA. Oh, meron siyang ano, specific function mm. uh, focus on OFWs. A- ano po yung kinaiba nito? What, what's so special about the, the department? Actually, yun ang dapat ipaliwanag. Ano? Yung DOLE, um, dahil meron ng Department for of Migrant Workers o DMW, yung DOLE can now focus on the local domestic workforce, yung, yung local workers natin and um, local employment. Yung department naman of migrant workers, um, yun na ang tututok sa OFWs natin from um, the time that they apply for a job abroad, yung recruitment process, yung um, mga seminars that they have to take, on-site services kung napahamak sila. Ang difference ngayon, hindi lang labor uh, violations ang titingnan ng department. Basta OFW siya and um, na-entangle siya in a criminal case, either as a complainant or siya ang victim, the department um, must go, must, must assist him or her. So, um, yung function na yon ng ATN, ng DFA, basta OFW, mapupunta na sa department. And ah, so then, yung DFA labor then. attaches natin, hmm. oo, um, yung DFA naman will focus on non-OFWs na citizens natin who are in distress. Um, also, yung ating mga yung... labor attaches... Sige, go ahead po. Tapusin ko lang ha. Yung mga ah, labor po, attaches natin, hindi na sila labor attaches. Migrant workers, officers na sila. And um, they will look at um, the general well-being of our OFWs. Um, mm-hmm. Kaya nga, pati yung DSWD, 
social welfare at ashes ililipat na rin sa amin. So, yun, mm, it's a okay. consolidation of several offices. Parang ano, i-collapse siya into one department, magiging parang some sort of a one-stop shop. Anything that has to do with OFW concerns. Yeah, and with regional offices. Kasi yung POEA, mm-hmm. wala yung regional offices. So ngayon magkakaroon ng regional offices. Palalakasin din yung National Reintegration Center for OFWs that very few OFWs even know exist. Yun, palalakasin natin. Kasi ang gusto rin ni um, President-elect uh, Marcos, yung mga galing sa abroad, um, ma-link namin sila sa private sector. So yung mga naghahanap ng um, engineers, IT specialists na galing sa ibang bansa, no? they would have a chance to be um, on the radar screen of our um, uh, of, of different companies. Employers. Yung mga prospective employers. Employers, ba? yes. Oo. Yung, yung ano po ma'am, yung, yung polo, ano mangyayari po doon? Yeah, yung polo, yun nga, um, hindi na siya magiging polo, magiging MWO na siya. And, um, Ayun na yun. Uh, oh, oh, expanded na rin yung role niya, pati yung mga criminal cases. For example, OFW, um, naging victim ng human trafficking. Under the present setup na wala pa yung department, um, ATN case yun. Kasi mm-hmm. criminal case yung human trafficking. Pero ngayon, under this new, le- new law with this department, yung, yung MWO or Migrant Workers Office, will now take care also of um, providing legal assistance and all other assistance to um, OFW victims of human trafficking. Example hmm. lang. May, oh, sige, sige. May, may tanong po rito, isa sa mga nanonood sa atin ngayon live. No? Pakatanong daw po sa inyo, kasi isang OFW nagtanong before kay BBM, ang problema nila, uh, pero ang sagot daw po ni Bongbong was... Uh, kakausapin niya yung bansa na tanggapin ng mga OFW. I think, ano, no? uh, the question had to do with this town hall uh, setup. Uh, I don't know kung naalala niyo yun. Si Bongbong Marcos, oh, oh. hinarap yung mga OFWs. So, parang ano yata. Ang minigtatanong sa kanya siguro regarding opportunities, pero sinabi, kakausapin yung mga bansa. So, ang mga well, naging also... comment... Uh, uh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, you I were really saying? don't... I don't remember the context. But, um, syempre, you, kung, if it has something to do with foreign employment, then you also have to talk to the host government um, and, and also to yung Ministry of Labor nila um, and Ministry of Foreign Affairs. I, I really don't understand the context. Um, mm-hmm. but, Pero uh, to be clear, yeah, to, to be clear, may, may, ano po yung plano ng ano, ng... Uh, Marcos Jr. Jr. Administration para sa OFW. Especially kasi ang concern, eto lagi po natin t- itong itinatanong sa, la- sa mga naupong administrasyon. No? Kasi ang pinaka-concern ng iba, patuloy na lang ba tayo mag-export ng labor? Sana dumating naman yung time na optional na lang. Talagang gusto lang pumunta sa ibang bansa para magtrabaho. Hindi necessity. Lagi natin nadidinig yan. Eh, no? Dito po sa papasok na administration, meron po bang medyo maiiba? Well, uh, narinig ko kay President-elect uh, Marcos na talagang dapat local employment 
ang first choice and dapat sana only choice ano but people go where the jobs are eh. and they they um maybe we can also turn it the other way around you know the foreign employers continue to look for filipino workers kasi they're trusted they're they're comfortable with our work ethic um they are known to be excellent excellent um um additions to the workforce no eh, filipinos alam mo, we also have to be proud. Eh. I, I keep hearing yung labor export, lagi na lang ba ganyan and all that. But you know, eto na lang ha, um, it was Labor Secretary Pat Santo Tomas who told me na in Canada there's this hospital. Nag-COE-an na yung, yung mga health workers kasi tapos na yung shift. Pero may naiiwan lagi na Filipina nurse na hindi maiwan yung isang matanda na pasyente. Eh, dahil walang nagbabantay, walang walang dumadalaw. That that compassion eh, that um that humility, that um love for others, you know, kaya tayo hinahanap. And and this has been going on. There is this love story between employers, foreign employers and their Filipino workers. That has to be acknowledged. And that's the other side of the coin. Kasi ang daling sabihin labor export policy. Pero, hey, you know, um, UN is now talking about migration governance. Um, we are all part of a global supply chain. And and no. um, to say na ano, labor export, no. Filipinos, Filipino workers may inform choice sila and some really look at going abroad as part of their career path and mm -hmm. then they would return to the Philippines much better off. Mameto, mm -hmm. may tanong. Napaka-specific. Uh, OFW din po siya. Si Jor Diola. Um, ano, yung tungkol po sa overseas employment certificate, nahirapan daw silang kumuha and uh, they don't see the need for it. Ano po bang opinion niyo dito? Um, yung OEC kasi, it's a tool for government to monitor our workers kung nasan na sila, papaalis, sinong papaalis. But there has to be a better way. And that's why, Christian, um, ang plano ko as incoming DMW secretary, mag-systems review kami. Pati yung One Health Pass na lagi nire-reklamo ngayon. Um, itong um, OEC uh, tingnan namin ano ba how can we, merong ease of doing business di ba? There should also be parang ease of um, ease of service no? Uh, OFWs as our clients no? so titingnan namin, I cannot promise anything but definitely yung sa OEC um, that's one area na, na could stand some improvement yung isa pong tanong, uh, ano na raw mangyayari sa OWA ngayon? Ano raw yung silbi ah, ng OWA, OWA ngayon? Yung OWA attached pa rin. Yan, ah, attached agency ng, ng BMW? Yes, ililipat lang siya from Dole, ililipat sa um, a DMW, attached pa rin siya. Um, yung pondo, intact pa rin. And then, um, we hope to expand yung scholarship program uh, ng... Uh, ng OWA and also strengthen yung reintegration programs and develop din programs for the families. Mm -mm. 
Ito po, concern. Marami pala mga interesado talaga dito sa, sa appointment niya. No? Very specific yung mga problema nila. No? Sana pasimplihin ang paperwork for OFWs. Yung OEC, for example, bakit kailangan pang ipa-authenticate sa polo ang kontrata kung may resident certificate naman for non-skilled workers. Ano pong masasabi niya dito? Yeah, titingnan yeah, ano, uh, Anne, <laughs> ang cute ng pusa mo. Um, <laughs> promise titingnan natin yung <laughs> titingnan natin yung sistema na 'yan kasi may redundancy nga sa functions. Minsan yung polo na authenticate tapos POEA may hihingi na bagong requirement. Isisimplify natin lahat niyan and we will use technology um, to um, simplify matters for our OFWs. Okay. Ito ma'am, i-address ko lang. Ha? Kasi ito common na problema ito ng mga trolls. Eh. Napakabastos ko raw dahil hindi ko rin ina-address si President Bongbong Marcos, President-elect. Uh, hindi po kabastusan pag tinawag lang po siyang Bongbong Marcos o Marcos. Siguro medyo basos pag tinawag na bongbong. Kasi miski si Duterte tinatawag na Duterte, Obama, Obama, Trump, Trump. Yun po yung style book sa journalism. So kung maging presidente po si uh, Ma'am Toots Ople, Ople rin ay tatawag sa kanya. Ano siya? Hindi siya kabastusan. Kaya huwag ka masyado ma- 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 mabagabag. Ano bang pangayon ito? Malabo mata ko eh. Unida Fabian. Unida. Hindi, hindi, siya kabast- oh, hindi siya kabastusan ha. Ang bastos yung mga comments sa mga trolls sa katulad mo. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Dito na hinahanap ko yung tanong napaka-importante na distract ako dun sa ano eh dun sa problemang ano na yun eh. May may nagtatanong dito regarding PhilHealth. Yes, oo. oo. Oh. Isa yan sa ano kailangan kong pag-aralan actually. Kasi yung PhilHealth under the Universal Healthcare Act um inalis niya from being a fixed rate ng 25 yung contribution ng OFWs pinag niya sa salary level ng OFWs. And then, over a period of five years, meron siyang annual increase. Ngayon, kailangan namin din kausapin yung PhilHealth at saka yung mga legislators kasi pag nasa abroad ka, may sabili ka ng health insurance courtesy of your employer and the host government. And pag nasa abroad ka, Siyempre, doon ka magpapatingin. Paano mo mare-reimburse naman yan dito? No? Eh, nandoon ka. And madalas, pag nagkasakit ka, balik kang kagad sa trabaho, wala kang time off para lakarin yung PhilHealth reimbursement. No? So, um, we really need to sit down with, with PhilHealth to discuss all these issues. I am cognizant of the concerns pagdating sa PhilHealth kasi nung, maski nung nasa NGO ako, I was opposing the increase in the premiums. Pero pwede siyang streamline para hindi mas mahirapan para hindi na masyado mahirapan yung mga FWs. Ang um, problema kasi ang taas ng increase tapos gusto nila retroactive. So uh-huh. um we also need to talk to our legislators kung paano naman para um kung hindi ma-amend at uh, kailangan ma-amend yung batas or at least ma-suspend muna. Kasi our OFWs are also affected by the pandemic. Diba? Yung, yung, sila yung lifeline eh, during the pandemic ng hindi lang pamilya nila, pati extended family. Ito, marami talagang na-trigger doon sa problema sa ano, uh, OEC. Ito, sabi ni... Ano, ito, may tanong siya. No? Again, kailangan pa ng contract verification which is again taking up too much time. 
para magka-OWA member ka, need pa ng contract verification. Yan pa, talagang pwede nang anahin yan, streamline po. Ito, nagpamakaawa um, siya sa Maria Montemayor. Huwag niyo nang pahirapan ng pagkuha ng OEC. <laughs> yeah, Ayan, o, titingnan natin. May kukreto kayong magagawa dyan, di ba? Yeah, once once nakaupo na kami, syempre ngayon, hindi pa po, um, but uh, even even um, while preparing, we will start looking at that. Paano, paano masimplify? Paano hindi mahirapan? Paano ma- mabawasan din yung gastusin? Um, we cannot promise uh, any anything right now, but definitely pagpasok po namin, uh, that will be among my priorities po. Yung OEC, yung One Health Pass, yung etong PhilHealth, yung um, mandatory insurance din, um, na pati balik manggagawa, kailangan na daw magbayad. So lahat-lahat yan. Sige. Medyo patapos sa po tayo, no? pero may itatanong naman ako regarding sa, ano, sa seafarers. Uh, under din po ba sila ng uh, Department of Migrant Workers? Uh, ano po yung... Ano, ano po yung areas ng, Ay, ano, ng industriya na yan na kung saan involve ang departamento nyo po? Oo, kasi yung ano nila, yung, uh, yung contracts nila dadaan pa rin sa, sa department. Yung um, manning agencies uh, will also be regulated by the department. And then under the new law, may, magkakaroon ng assistant secretary for, sea-based, uh, for the sea-based sector. So, uh, definitely, yung, yung seafarers natin uh, belong to the Department of Migrant Workers. Okay. Finally, ma'am, may mga nabanggit na kayo ibang mga uh, tututukan yung uh, priorities, no? Pag-upo nyo dyan. Ano pa yung maaasahan mm-hmm. during the first 100 days from your department in very concrete terms? Kasi talaga maraming concern from OFWs po. Well, kailangan muna talaga maitatag namin yung, yung department, ano? Um, kailangan may three conditions yan Christian para lang maintindihan ng OFW uh, followers mo no yung una IRR na publish uh, nagawa yan uh, nitong administration yung staffing pattern approved by DBM yun ang hindi ko alam kung ginagawa ba or or kaya nilang gawin by June and then uh, ma-include sa 2023 budget uh, yung budget ng department. So, these are the three conditionalities na um, pag nangyari, the, the department would be deemed uh, fully functional and um, constituted uh, under the law. So, yun ang kailangan unahin na, na mangyari. Habang nagka-transition tayo, um, we will make sure, we meaning ako at si Labor Secretary Benny Laguesma, we will make sure na walang disruption sa services at may enhancement pa nga ng services na mangyayari. And gusto ko rin na ma-professionalize yung ating mga magiging um, migrant workers uh, officers or yung labor attaches as they know it. Gusto ko pumasa sila sa exam, mag-take sila ng exam, humarap sa panel review. But these are things that um, nasa wish list ko palang Christian um, and ito uh, lang mapapangako ko siguro na may open door policy tayo I want the DMW to be really 
be the home of our OFWs sa bureaucracy. So, secured sila, dapat comfortable sila, dapat ano, um, feeling nila they belong to that department and that department belongs to them. Okay. Um, well said. Ms. Susan Toots Ople, siya po ang incoming secretary ng Department of Migrant Workers, veterano po sa larangan. Nga pala, finally, ah, yung, yung position niya mm. sa UN, uh, papano yan? Bibitawan niya na ba? Yung pagiging uh, oh. member ng board ng UN Voluntary Trust Fund to help victims of human trafficking? Yeah, I need to, ano, I need to write to them officially uh, just to okay. inform them. Um, oh. So, but... Um, sa lahat ng nakikinig po. And even you, Christian, I ask for prayers. Hindi po madali. Expectations are so high. And, um, yeah, and, and there are certain limitations. We don't even have a budget. We don't even have a department pa that has to be worked on. So, we, we ask for prayers. Uh, for failure is not an option uh, pagdating sa ating mga OFWs. Tsaka matagal na po natin kakilala si, ano, si Ms. Susan Toots Ople dahil sa pagkocover po natin. Tsaka yun nga, yun maganda pag journalist ka, nakikita mo yung track record na mga kinocover mo. No? So alam mo kung sino yung mga bulaang advocates, alam mo naman kung sino yung mga legit. Take it from me. <laughs> Hindi po bulaang uh, or fake uh, advocate si Ms. Susan Toots Ople. Talagang alam mo yung puso niya nandun sa ano, sa OFW. Thank kaya you. Maraming, Thank you, Christian. Kaya marami na to. Oo. Uh, nung pinangalanan mm-hmm. kayo. Okay. O yan, yung mga nagagalit na naman ng mga trolls, baka sabihin niya na naman. <laughs> Binabanhatan ano natin. Ano ba yan? May love, may love hate ka ba? May love hate ka sa mga trolls? <laughs> Puro hate sila eh. <laughs> Puro hate ba? Ah, sige. Uh, diba, eh, maraming salamat uh, s- s- incoming Secretary Susan Toots Ople. Yeah. Good luck and God Peace bless. Peace to everyone. Okay. Maraming salamat pa. Good God night. bless.